Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daou, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. Have you recently got into cycling and wondering, what should I eat while I'm out for a ride to sustain energy? Or are you a seasoned cyclist and would love to get away from all the sugary snacks that are on the market? Well, I have you covered. I've been looking for better whole food alternatives for cycling snacks to bring with me on short and long rides. I've been researching and trying different recipes, especially for the best, yummiest, and easiest snacks you can create at home. Download my first edition of Cycling Snacks today at www.askcoachsylvie.ca, tested and kid approved. Now enjoy the episode. All right, friends, welcome back to another episode of Secrets from the Saddle, All Things Cycling Podcast. And I was um, thinking about doing this before I participated in the Gravel Cup uh, event, but I didn't get to, so I'm doing it now after the fact and after the whole experience. Um, So let's talk about overextending ourselves as parents, as athletes. I know you're out there. You think you can fit everything in and for maybe for the most part you can. Um, maybe for your partner, you're like, what the hell are you doing? Uh, this is too tight of a timeline. You're not going to get it all in. You have to like literally pick which event you're going to do because you can't do both of them. So, (laughs) and the reason why I talk about this today is because I completely overextended myself with regards to two events in the same day. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. I'll do one in the morning and I'll be able to make the second one in the afternoon. And just so happens that I am accomplishing that um, and uh, everything turned out because now I'm, I'm doing this podcast episode and uh, it everything has turned out so far. I'm on my way to the next, epi- uh, next um, event and... Um, and it looks like I'm going to make it. So now overextending and when does this start? This starts months, months away when you're like, oh yeah. Um, oh, uh, that is happening on the same day. And usually for me, this one is, um, I, was presented with the possibility, the option, the opportunity to join Liquid Gym uh, in the National Capital Marathon 2K, so not the marathon, the two kilometer event on their A-Linker walking bikes. And I was like, you know what, this is pretty cool. I'm really into um, helping 
more people get on bikes. And this is a great way for more people to get on bikes that, you know, are using walkers or wheelchairs or they have balance issues or they just don't want to get on the bike, but they want to be able to scoot around. Um, people who are into rehab, like rehabilitation from um, accidents, things like that. And, and so I did a podcast episode on the A-Linker. I can't think of what episode it is right now, but if you go to the show notes, the link will be there. And I've also talked to more people about it, and I just love the concept. So anyways, so I was given the, the so what they're doing is they were doing a team event in the um, National Capital Marathon for the two kilometers. So they're putting together a team, and I'm really sad to see that there's not even 20 people on this team, and they have 50 bikes. I should have really helped promote that more. Like there needs to be a whole fleet of people out there. So when I was offered this, I was like, you know what? This would be really cool if maybe my daughter did this with me or my son. You have to be a certain height to be able to get on their small bikes. So you have to be like roughly around five feet. And my daughter is, um, what is this guy doing? Uh, my daughter is about that height, and so she could get on the small bike. Um, and so I presented it to her. I brought the bikes home. I said, would you like to do this with me, baby, yes, sweetie? And she's like, yeah. Um, so I brought the bikes home for her and I, small and medium. And um, then we started practicing, and I know I put these on social media. Uh, she's so cool about it, and she's, you know, talking it up with her friends. Um, and anyways, so that event is today. It's this afternoon. We're meeting the team at two. The event starts at three. And before this, I committed to this local gravel cup um, series. And it is on the same day. <laughs> so that was this morning. I just finished participating. I was like, I was going to do the 70K, and then I'm like, okay, realistically, Sylvie, you cannot do 70K gravel and make it back in time. That is not going to happen based on your last race timing um, because you're slower in gravel than road, really much slower depending on, you know, how you're going and the terrain and stuff. Um, and then, so I signed up for the 40K. Okay, I'm gonna do 40K. I can do 40K in a relatively good time and I'm gonna be able to make it back in time. So my husband and I are like, okay, coordinating how we can do this. Um, he's gonna drop her and the bikes off at the um, city hall <coughs> with my mom. And I'm going to, and then he's gonna drive off and I'm gonna go park and meet them. So that's what we're doing. And in the process before, I was like, okay, I go to this event. I'm like, man, I have to like really rip up this course because I cannot take my time. So I'm like, man, if so, the riding time they said was around two hours. I'm like, okay, two hours. So what if it takes me more? Maybe it takes me two and a half hours. And, um, you know, and then I'm really stretching it. I have to. You know, it starts at 10, which is late. Um, so that brings me to one. I have to be back there in the city for two, and it's an hour away. So you, do you see what I mean? Like overextending, overextending what my capabilities are. However, <clears throat> so when I went out knowing this, 
And the fortunate thing, the our race started a little bit earlier, like maybe about 10 minutes, and which was good. And I just like, I would say I kind of hammered out 40K. And the lucky thing, and I'm glad that this happened. So of course, also competitive, I'm like looking around, okay, how many chicks are on the start line? Okay, don't tell me you don't do it. Everybody does it. There is competitiveness in all of us. I don't care what you say. So I'm like, and it was a small group, like a really small group. And so I'm like, all right, um, there's a fast group over there. There's two women who look fairly competitive. Um, there's some moms and kids. And I'm like, all right. So we started and you can clearly see the lead group, which is a bunch of younger kids and older adults um, just take off. And then there's one, there's two ladies in front of me and I'm like, okay, they are my competition. One of them kind of dropped off on a hill, the first hill, and then I caught up to the other one and then she stuck behind me the whole time. And I was like, uh, so I was like, this is really good because it was like having the fire lit under my ass because I didn't want her to pass me. And I could feel her, I could, well, we tatted a little bit. So she has a mountain biking and road cycling and cyclocross background. Um, <clears throat> she's a little younger than I am. And I could feel, I could hear her like she was really working to stay with me. And that motivated me to like work really hard to stay in front of her. And she's, you know, at one point she's like, you know, um, I can um, pull us. I'm like, mm-hmm, um, but you have to be going faster than I am if you're gonna pull me. And I know that if I would have left, let that happen, then I could see the girl, her friend behind us. I'm like, there's no way that I'm gonna bring, like there's gonna be three of us at the finish line for the sprint. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> you have to think about these things. And I'm like, am I gonna go for second? No, I'm not gonna go for second. I'm gonna go for first. Um, but I do have that, that drunk -a log you know, kind of chat in my head. Like, am I gonna let this, you know, go first? I mean like, oh my God, I could be first right? Or it could be second, depending on what kind of finish she's going to give me. And I could tell, like, I had no idea, like, I was just watching the map. I had no idea, like, the amount of kilometers left until I looked at my, like, flipped to that page, and there was, like, six kilometers left. I'm like, all right, sister. I am going to put the hammer down here. I'm feeling really good. And I could tell she was tiring because for all the heels, she was really like her, her breathing was heavy. So I could tell, you know, her heart rate's going strong. I'm not sure what her legs are like, um, but I've saw, I saw her like standing doing some of the hill climbs instead of spinning it out. So <clears throat> you can kind of maybe read your competitors a little bit. In any case, um, I left her the last two kilometers. I'm not sure she's, I think she just decided that she was not going to keep up with me, um, on the last stretch. And it basically said to the finish. So I was like, Whoa! I was like a horse to the stable and, <clears throat> and I was off. But you know, it's like the last part 
for me it was just like it was harder than the rest and in any case I finished ahead of her and then her and her friend actually caught up with her so she'd been time trialing her whole way um, back to to catch us and I've been in that situation holy crap that sucks um, and uh, she caught us so we are literally all three of us at the finish line and we're like perfect we can do podiums right away and it took me under two hours so I was just looking at my stats you can follow me on Strava um, average um, speed was 24.9 which is pretty good for gravel like I was hammering like hammering um, and you know this was a new bike my Montu bike um, people you know, some people, a couple people came up to me and said, hey, I've seen these around. I haven't seen them in action. And and I'm like, you know, it is a cheaper bike relative to the rest. Maybe the components are cheaper. I don't know, but I had a fabulous freaking ride on it. There are certain things that I need to change for my own personal setup. And... Um, and I'm getting used to the gearing, right? One chain ring in the front. I've never had that. I've just had two or three. And so, <clears throat> you know, anyways. So, great bike. First place bike. Handled well. I actually, um, so like I said, there's a couple things that need to change on it for me. And so I came first. Yay! And that, so finished before 12 o'clock I needed to leave minimum one o'clock to make it for two I'm on the road now yes I'm chatting you from the road and I was just really happy that I didn't have to stress it was totally worth um, putting that out there like my legs feel good weird my legs feel good <clears throat> and um, so Anyways, I'm on to meet my daughter, talk to my husband, sent him the first place podium picture, and um, and yeah, I am gonna make it so far so good. It's I've got 30 minutes to roll in to find parking. That's gonna be probably the most challenging part is finding parking, and meet up with her so we can participate together and. Um, yeah, have a really good mom and daughter moment. So with that, yeah, overextending ourselves. Um, sometimes, you know, in this case, um, I was able to pull it out, pull it together, but honestly, I don't do stuff like that very often. Um, and, you know, it, it's kind of like one of those things when we used to be young and carefree and had no responsibilities like children and we could just fill up our schedule back to back activities and you know just run ourselves to the ground you know remember that i remember that in my late 20s <clears throat> had this you had that you're out with friends you're you know going for suppers and lunches and parties and activity here and activity there and you know what I stopped that a whole long time ago because 
it is just too stressful and when it comes to the time where you're trying you're starting to put other people out like your partner like trying to you know organize crazy handoffs and shit like that just so you can get your stuff done it's time to rejig your schedule right and um, like I said I don't do this often um, I will pick and choose which which is the more important and usually it's family and I'll um, organize something else around that later on the next day whatever um, it's not that important Right? Nothing is that important when it comes to spending time with your kids. So, or your partner. <laughs> Let's forget the kids. Let's talk about partners as well. Um, and uh, so, so with that, I hope that gave you a little insight, a little funny story. Um, but overextending ourselves is not um, that good we're not that important um, you know over family as well so with that have an amazing weekend and yeah I'm so proud of myself I have not been on sorry I have to talk about myself for a second but I have not been on a podium in a very long time so I have podiumed <clears throat> in some of my figure and bikini quite often actually and also in previous races, you know, like 10 years ago, I retired in 2013, so it's almost been 10 years. And um, yeah, I used to podium quite a bit, but that was road, that was crits, that was time trials. And now with gravel, um, this really gives me a good feeling because one of the races that I'm really going for is uh, Hurton and Halliburton. I did that for the first time last year and I came in fifth, sixth, um, and I need to pull out um, one extra to two extra laps on that course. So um, I need to work on speed and cadence. And granted, I'll have um, a little, I have, I will have more knowledge because I've been on the course before. I will have a actual gravel bike which I didn't have before um, yeah so I'll have a lot of extra things that I didn't have before and so hopefully that will make the difference that I need and um, really hammer it out yeah I can stay with the top girls and uh, that makes a huge difference but it's eight hours eight hours of racing so with that Love you guys. Have an amazing day. Please share this with someone who you might think will find this uh, amusing maybe, or maybe you've got that friend who overextends herself all the time and you're like, listen, Chicky, uh, we need to make some changes. Um, but anyways, follow us on Instagram, follow me. And um, also, what was I gonna say? Don't forget to sign up for our cycling newsletter. Um, it'll give you links to the previous um, um, episodes from that week. And also I'll be adding some cycling tips on fitness, health, nutrition, all the above. Um, and which all go together. See you later. Bye guys.
Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast, learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.